Good morning, St. Matthews. Like some kids, my dad and mother haven't consistently been in my life since I was born. And like some kids, I was angry. I, didn't, I probably wouldn't be happy every time I come to church. Last but not least, if it wasn't for the mentoring program that my papa put me in, I probably would get in trouble every day at school or even with the law for hanging out with the wrong crowd. So yes, we're all going through something, but Jesus helped me and he'll help you too. So thank God for my relationship with my grandparents. Thank you.
Let's give the Lord a hand clap. My, 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 my. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise him. Hallelujah. Now listen. That's Christ-centeredness. The dances, the songs, the testimonies is for his glory. Praise him. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for what our ears have heard, our eyes have seen, our hearts have felt. And God, we praise you for your Lordship, that Jesus is the Christ, Son of the living God. And in and by and through him are all things. So we praise you this morning and pray that you will speak to our hearts in our tents. Bless these young people. Bless their future. Order their steps. Put hedges around them. Keep them from all hurt, harm, and danger. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Church, say amen. Let's give the Lord another hand clap. Come on. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. I want to thank God for all the, amen, people that work diligently with the youth, those that are in our pulpit, Reverend Dan Spencer, Reverend Tony, Steve, thank you, and all the other workers um, who work so feverishly, amen, with these young people in Friday service, praise the name and the, to the dancers, boy, oh my God, Crystal, thank you, love you, praise God for you, amen, amen. This morning, we're going to be in Mark chapter 5, Mark chapter 5, I want to pick up at verse 21 to 23, will be read in your hearing, Mark chapter 5. And when Jesus had passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth. At the point of death, I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. A lesson in liberation. Every believer in Jesus Christ comes face to face with a fracture in their faith. That is, we are not saved and made immediately whole. Rather, we have holes in our faith. And this is where our hurts are greater than our hopes. Our problems are exceeds our personal power. If ever there was a design which in deliverance, it is here in this narrative of Jairus' daughter, the ruler of the synagogue whose 12-year-old daughter was gravely ill and he approached the Lord Jesus Christ and begged Jesus after falling at his feet 
that he would come to his house, lay his hands on his daughter, and heal her. Now let me let me let me stop and pause and park at this juncture. A ruler of the synagogue who taught law is now bowing to the liberator. Uh, who were caught up in the principles of Moses is now bowing to the person of Jesus. Think about it. Someone who teaches the Torah and all of the writings are now submitting to one who is sovereign God. When we look at this text, this narrative points immediately to a picture of processes of one's faith. We see a man dejected by the wound of his daughter and Face with the delay of waiting, feeling a man defeated, and ultimately is delivered through worship. That as we gather and make meaning of the miracles, it is imperative for you and I to understand that Whatever God does has purpose. And, 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 and it's here in this narrative that contextually Jesus in chapters 4 and 5 gives victory over storms. He calms a storm at sea. He gives victory over demons. He commands the demons to leave. He gives victory over diseases. He heals this woman who was hemorrhaging. And he gives victory over death because he ultimately raises Jairus' daughter. I don't know who you think Jesus is. I don't know what you've been told who he is. But he is the sovereign son of God who has all power in his hands. He doesn't have some power. He's got all power. He's all God and all man. He's all man and he's all God. He's 100% man and 100% God. He always was. He's the wasness of was. He always will be. He said, and I have the keys to death, hell, and the grave. Do I have a witness of all paradise? Do I have a witness? He controls the universe with the telepathic messages of his mind. For by him, all things are upheld. By him, all things are held together. the way who Jesus is. Forget all these documentaries on Jesus. They're nothing but a lie. He's God all by himself. He can walk on water. He can defy the laws of aquadynamics. Can I get a witness? He can ooze through walls. He's not restricted by space. I'm preaching up in this place. Or time. He's infinite. He's all powerful. Can I get a witness? He was the word in glory who became flesh. Can I get a witness? He always existed in the past. He never had a point of beginning and he doesn't have a point of ending. He's alpha and he's omega. He's the beginning and he's the ending and he's everything in between. Can I get a witness? That's why we praise him. 
He can pull you off drugs. He can short circuit your alcohol. He can stop your perversion. Somebody said he's able to keep you from falling. Can I get a witness? And he can put you on a street called straight. Can I get a witness? Y'all know he straightened your life up. He turned you around. He placed your feet on a solid ground. He opened doors no man could close. And he closed doors no man could open. Can I get a witness? He woke me up early this morning. He started me on my way. Can I get a witness? He has gone to prepare a place for you. Can I get a witness? That's why we worship him. Can I get a witness? He's all I need. And what he has, I need right now. He's a rock. He's that we need this morning. It's in Jesus. It's in Jesus. It's in Jesus. It's his, his, his. It's here. It's here that as Jesus leaves one shore, the people was glad to see him go. But as Jesus came to another shore, people was glad to see him come. Don't think, if you don't want Jesus in your shores, don't expect him to do anything. Because he only operates with his faith. Can I get a witness? And, and, and child of God, it's here. It's here. And, um, we, we, we will see three different levels of faith coming out of these pages that I believe are instrumental to all of us this morning. And what we see is that First, Jarius was challenged, amen, with an initial faith of dependence. As you look at verse 21 to 24, we see Jarius displaying his wounds of dejection. He is in a desperate way. My little girl of 12 years of age is lying at the point of death. His love for his, for his daughter, amen, but we also see his limitations to his daughter. Yes, I'm the ruler of the synagogue, but I can't raise her. Yes, I have great power, but I cannot pull her up. Can I get a witness? And what this teaches us, now listen carefully because we'll do some teaching this morning. The first thing is that initial faith, initial faith, initial faith can embrace the person of God. Initial faith can even embrace the power of God. But it can't go any further. So when you say you believe, you believe that Jesus is God. That's embracing the person of God. And you say that you know that Jesus can do whatever he wants to do. That's embracing the power of God. But the problem comes when there are processes and the providences of God. Hang in there with me. What is this initial faith? This initial faith, he comes to Jesus and he falls down, verse 22, at Jesus' feet. Now let's give this man, let's give him some credit. He know, he knew who to go to. You got folk out there in TV land, I don't even know who to go to. He knew who to go to. And when he got to him, he knew what to do. He fell down at his feet. 
And as Jesus, now watch this now, verse 23, my little daughter is lying at the point of death, huh, that she may be healed and she shall live. Now let me stop and pause and park. This, the, this, this initial faith is a little ignorant. You don't go to God and tell God what to do. And you don't go to God and tell God how to do it. Initial faith says, if you would just come with me to my house. Well, God don't have to go to your house. Remember the Roman centurion? He said, can you, can you come and heal my servant? And Jesus said, I'll come. He said, no, you don't have to come. Just speak the word. You can heal over distances. You don't have to be stationary in a place for your powers to operate. Jesus said, I have not found this kind of faith in all of Israel. Can I get a witness? So by the man telling Jesus in his initial state of faith, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm at your feet. My daughter's dying. If you would just come with me and lay hands on her, she'll live. So Jesus said, okay, I'll come with you. I'll come with you. I'll go with you. But I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen on the way going. Have a plan of action that's going to take place as you have said. Do I have a witness? You see, child of God, the problem in the church and that's why we got to get back to the Bible. Forget all this other stuff. If you didn't run in the world, then you need to go back in the world. If you, if you missed the world, go back in the world. You, we got to go on in Christ. I'm tired of Christians wanting to be like the world. Why don't the world want to be like us? Can I get a witness? The sower in the seed of Matthew 13 says the sower is God. The seed is the word. The soil, watch this now, is the condition of your hearts. What God does, God takes the word and sows it. Uh-oh. It's God the sower sowing the word, scattering the word out, but our hearts are not conditioned to take the word in. Do I have a witness? Some fall on stony ground. That means, and the birds, birds is always, amen, uh, indicative of evil. Evil eats it up. Some seed falls by the wayside and they have no death in themselves. Some seeds get choked because some of us, all we're thinking about is how to make a dollar, how to get rich. And the riches of this world choke the word. Can I get a witness? So three-fourths of the word never germinates because the condition of our hearts is all messed up. Every Sunday when I preach, only one-fourth, 25% of this congregation is going to really get the word. Three-fourths are going to have a feeling. And then when Satan starts homing in on them, the feeling goes out the window. They come in here pouting, they leave pouting. They come in here with problems, they leave with problems. They come in here with opinions, they leave with opinions. Because their heart condition cannot take the word in. Initial faith. Initial faith. Here's the problem. When those faith tests come that God sends and the condition of our hearts do not give us a faith to deal with friction, we fail and fall away in defeat. 
So because you don't want to grow in the word, Satan is blowing stuff your way that you can't handle. Because your faith has not moved past the initial state. Are y'all getting this? You say, well, I'm saved. God bless you. I'm going to heaven. God, And look, some of y'all, that's all y'all want anyway. I, I want to know I'm going to heaven, but you're living in hell down here. Because you can't get past that initial faith. You, 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 you don't have faith as a mustache. You can't get past the initial of the person and the power. So when God starts planning purposes and problems, you're in trouble. Can I get a witness? It's tight, but it's right. So Jairus comes to Jesus with this initial faith. He bows down at his feet. He says, Lord, if you come to my house, you can heal my daughter. Verse 24, Jesus went with him, and much people followed and thronged him. And the Bible says in verse 25, and a certain woman, not by name, so here's Jesus saying, to, to initial faith is, ah, is salvation. Increasing faith is sanctification and satisfaction. You and I cannot be satisfied in Christ until we fall in love with him. Lord, have mercy. Are y'all getting this? So Jairus was challenged with an initial Faith of dependence. But secondly, Jarius was contrasted with a difficulty of delay. Now here we go. God designs our faith through difficulty and delays. He purposes delays in our lives, in our healings, to help us grow. Hmm. Come unto me, all ye that <laughs> labor and are laboring in sin. Matthew 11. I'll give you initial rest. Are you getting this? This, this transition, this, this is not parenthetical. This is in the text. In verse 25, and a certain woman which had an issue of blood, let me contrast some things. First of all, Jarius was well-known. He was a ruler. This woman was unknown. Obviously, allow this woman to be part of Jarius' increased level of faith. And, and it's here that we have a need for increasing faith uh, we have the initial faith. If you came to church every week and all I preached on was getting saved, salvation, Greg, you get you you get bored, wouldn't you? Say, well, look, I'm already saved. I'm I'm already saved. Pastor, keep preaching on salvation. I'm already saved. It's natural for a baby to start crawling before they start walking. Are you getting this? It's natural for you and I to have initial faith and then yearn for increasing faith. Lord, have mercy. You remember those, those little babies that you put that pebble and you heat, heat the, the old mother's heat the milk up, milk up and test it on the back of their hand and then put it in that baby's mouth. You remember that? Don't you? And then when they got a certain age and started growing teeth, you start giving them a little food. It was, but it was soft food. It was applesauce. Come on now. Gerba, ger, Gerber, Gerber. It was applesauce. It was, it was sweet potatoes. It was something that they could handle. I'm preaching up in here, man. Something, something, they, could, something they could digest. Are y'all getting this? And then once they start digesting the garver, then you start trying a little piece of meat. Mm. Now here's what you don't understand. Once they matriculated from the garver to the meat, they never wanted to go back to the garver. 
because now they have tasted the meat. Once you increase in your faith, once you can go through delays and difficulty, you're way beyond the person and power of Jesus. Now you're into the purposes, the processes, and the providence of Jesus. I do I have a witness. I'm coming in, hang, hang in there. I, and, and see, this increase in faith was demonstrated to Jairus through a woman nobody knew. Jairus is still with Jesus. He said, come on, I'm going to your house. On, on the way to your house, I'm going to show you something. On the way to your blessing, Jesus is going to show you something. On the way to your church membership, he's going to show you something. On the way to your job, he's going to show you something. Uh, can I get a Bible says, and this woman, verse 26, suffered many things of physicians, which she heard of Jesus, I got to press and push my way to Jesus. I'm, I'm going to press and push my way. What are you pushing through this morning to believe God? What, what is standing in your way between you and Jesus so he can put his hands on you? She, she went through the press. She went through the press. She went through the press. And touched, Lord, coming. For verse 28 says, for she said within herself. Boy, you got to start talking to yourself now. If I can just, if I can just get through this crowd, the crowd might be your marriage. If I can just get through this crowd of having your kids always crying for help. If I can get through this crowd of being in my pity parties, if, if I can get through this crowd of playing the victim, if I can get through this crowd of making excuses, I need to touch the hem of his garments. You got to push through something. You got to push through something. When I came out of my sin, I had to push through some things. Oh, y'all getting quiet now. When I was a I had to push through a mindset not to live that way no more. Do I have a witness? When I started tithing 30 years ago, I had to get past the press of God getting second best. You got to push. You can't sit back and hope you feel it. You got to make it happen. You got to get through the press. And when she touched the hem of his garment, having pressed through the crowd, having talked within herself. See, 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 listen, see, listen. I don't preach this relaxed Christianity. We at war. Change is going to cost you something. Do I have a witness? When the enemy comes in like a flood, do I have a witness? If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Are you praying with me? You got to talk to yourself. You got to make it up in your mind as an act of your will. Come hell or high water, I'm living for Jesus. Can I get a witness? You can't hope to get there when you turn 75. The way they leave it here now, you might be gone tomorrow. You got to make it happen. You, you got to get through the press. Get out. Touch the hem of his garment. Come out to Bible study. You don't know. You eating at too many tables. And then you think you brilliant. You ain't brilliant. You're dumb. The fact that you ain't free is the fact that you're not in the truth. Can I get a witness? Because the truth 
will set you free. Man, you know the pastor. Don't sign off on that. When that package comes from UPS, don't sign off on that. You can say it if you want. You better listen to this word. Obey them that had a rule over you, for they watching for your souls. Can I get a witness? You get all high and mighty if you want. I know what this book says. Can I get a witness? You get quiet all you want. Come up here with all these opinions, right? You know, I think. Ain't nobody ask you what you think. Your own husband don't want to hear what you think. Your own wife want to hear what you think. Let the word be the word. Listen to this. And you got an opinion about everybody but you. And your stuff is already out the bag. We know about you. <laughs> Woo! Had a brother, look, bro, good brother in this church. I ain't going to mention his name. He came up to men's retreat. He said, Pastor, you really don't remember me, do you? Now, that scared me. I said, no, where you going with this, man? He said, I remember when you got out of the military and bought your house in South Philly. I said, and you did have a 29-inch waist. And you did play ball. And you did have Bible study at your house. And a lot of people were coming on Saturday nights. I said, thank God he missed about five years. Thank God. <laughs> it blew me away. See, it's a small world. You think folk don't know. They know. Can I get a witness? You're just hoping they don't know what you want them to know. Can I get a witness? I, I, I keep telling y'all, y'all look familiar. I done seen y'all somewhere. And I ain't talking about church either. Do I have a witness? But check it out, check it out, check it out. The woman touches his clothes and his disciples said unto him, Jesus said, who touched me? Now, 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 now the disciples are blind as a bat with sunglasses on. They said, what do you mean who touched you? All these people? And, and the Bible says the reason I know somebody touched me, listen to this, because virtue, power, went out of me. Yeah. Now, now, now let me interpret this. The only way power went out of Jesus is that faith pulled it out. When the woman touched his garment, she touched it in faith. Y'all ain't getting this. Faith caused power to come out of Jesus and heal her on the spot. Immediately, her hemorrhaging stopped. Can I get a witness? And Jesus goes on to say, daughter, verse 34, your faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Watch this now. I thought this story was about Jairus. It is. Jarius is standing next to Jesus. He's witnessing all of this. He was wounded. Now he sees healing to a woman be introduced to the difficulty of waiting on God. There's a woman in your life as you are praying and waiting on God, God will choose to deal with someone else, your faith. Can I get a witness? Uh, child of God, that when, when Jairus, when Jairus or God, but initial faith cannot embrace the purposes and processes of God. So when God, did I want him to leave? No, but that was God's business. Are y'all getting this? But the reason I didn't go under is because God has given me a faith that can embrace difficulty. A faith 
that can embrace delays. A faith. It's not my faith, it's his faith. That can embrace, amen, dilemmas. That through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Through it all, I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. So in order for God to teach us increased faith, he's got to bring difficulty, delay, amen, and dilemma into our lives so we learn, amen, to keep trusting him. But Jesus is not finished. Because now Jesus is ready to take Jarius to a third level. Jarius' deliverance comes through a commitment of demonstrative faith. Now, ha, look at verse, hallelujah, mm, 35. While he yet spake to the woman, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain messengers. Now, turn to your neighbor and say, messengers. Uh-huh. Messengers in your mind. Messengers from Satan. There will always be messengers that will bring bad news. People, when y'all go to college, don't try to fit in with the crowd. Keep your purity. Keep Jesus in front of you. Don't run with bad company. Can I get a witness? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to your own understanding. Child of God, when you, when you understand this demonstrative faith, a messenger comes and says, your daughter is dead. Why are you troubling the master? I want you to get this. That, that is, think about this as we close. Everything this man was following Jesus for is gone. Will you come to my house and heal my daughter? Now the messenger says, your daughter's dead. And here's what Jesus says to the man. He says, and I want you to see this, be not afraid. Verse 36. Only what? Believe. In the Greek, this is in a continuous tense. Jesus saying, just keep on believing. Just keep on believing. Even in defeat, keep on believing. Even though your hopes have been dashed, keep on believing. Even though in your mind, Everything's over with. Keep on believing. Y'all ain't getting this. Just, just, just keep, 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 keep on believing because God is never too late. Nor is he too early. Somebody said he's right on time. He may not come when you want him, but oh, Lord have mercy. He's an on time God, do I have a witness? Keep on believing. James says in James 1, 2, brethren, he's talking to Christians, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Now, now let me stop pausing for a second. I don't have time. There are over 15 Greek words for the word fall. Fall. Dealing with, listen to this, He's not talking about paratoma is to fall by a false step into sin, moral, apostasia, to fall from, to defect. He's not talking about pipto to fall, amen, into. He's not talking about catapipto to fall down. Uh, 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 when, when he says, uh, count it all joy when you fall, the word fall in James 1-2 is parapipto. Para 
comes from the word periscope. When you're on a sub underwater, you put the periscope up, you're looking around to see what's around you. God is saying, count it all joy. When I allow tests to fall around you. The tests are not because you're bad. The tests is not because you're a failure. The tests are not designed to beat you up. What I've done is put tests around you. Lord have mercy. So they can start trying your faith. And the fire testing of your faith is going to work out perseverance. But whatever you do, child of God, don't try to shortchange the test. Are you getting me this morning? He says, listen to this now, from every angle, everywhere, God is controlling the temperature of the oven. Satan can't put on you more than God allows. Can I get a witness? Satan put in God wants you to go through. And whatever God sends you through, you can handle it. Because he's already equipped you to handle it. Can I get a witness? He said, only believe. Keep on believing. You need a demonstrative faith. You don't need an initial faith. You don't need an increasing faith. You need an impossible faith. Well, what is an impossible faith? I'm glad you asked. It's when God told Abraham, now your son to Moriah and kill him. He had known God as Jehovah M. Kadesh. He had known God as Jehovah Sinkanu. He had known God as El Elyon. He had known God, Lord have mercy, as Jehovah Rapha. Now he's going to be introduced to another God, Jehovah Jireh. Can I get a witness? Here's what Abraham said. He got up early, took Isaac with him, got midway to Moriah, turned around and told the servants, me and the lad will return. I don't know what Abraham was thinking. God told him to kill him, but by faith, I'm going to do it. I don't know how the Lord going to get him up. I don't know how the Lord going to bring him back to life. But me and the lad, we're coming back. Can I get a witness? St. Matthews, as you going through hell, you got to talk to yourself. You got to say, I'm coming through this. I'm coming out of this. I'm coming with this. I Habakkuk said, he'll make my feet like hinds feet so I can climb slippery slopes. Can I get a witness? That's why the psalmist said in Psalm 46, though the earth be removed, though the mountains be cast back into the midst of the sea, that's a cataclysm. Though the waters roar, there is a stream. Be still and know that I am God. Can I get a witness? You need a be still faith. You need a victorious faith. You need a demonstrative faith. You need a delivering faith. Can I get a witness? You need a shouting faith. You need to thank him in the face of death. Thank him in the face of defeat. Thank him in the face of dysfunction. I know that my Redeemer liveth. I know. And when I come forth, I'll be like pure gold. And listen. We close it. Jesus put everybody out. Took James, Peter, and John. Touched the little girl. Talitha Kuma. Get up. And the girl rose in the face of death and defeat. And then Jesus had the nerve to say, now give us something to eat. Powerful. 
Our God is. You can't make it on initial faith. You need increasing faith. But there may come a time when you need impossible faith. You need a faith that defies death. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Let's stay on our feet this morning. Praise his name. Praise his name. Praise his name. As you are here this morning, bow your heads, close your eyes. If you need to be saved, you don't even have initial faith. If you need to be saved, Jesus Christ wants to save you. He died for your sins, was very rose good. Just raise your hand. You want to be saved. I see your hands. Come on. Come on, get them up. 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 Raise your hands. Raise your hands. Or perhaps you want to join the church or your Christian experience. Raise your hand. If your hands are raised, come on, meet me up front. Come on. Come on. Raise them. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Praise him. Come on. Come on. Love you. Lay a line up. Come on. If you want to be saved, no, we're not dismissed yet. Wait a minute. If you want to be saved, come. If you want to join the church, come. Now let me say something to you, guys. Let me say something to you, and we're going to close. I love you guys with all my heart. I really do. I don't pastor by consensus. I pastor by conviction. It means I don't listen to you as to what I should do. That's a weakling. I get with my God for 27 years, and he tells me what he wants. When we bought those six busters for 300000 apiece, and they paid off, I told the elders, we are not buying buses just to be taking trips. Amen. Did y'all get this? We are not going to buy buses just to go on picnics and dorney park. We're not doing that. If we buy buses according to our vision, they must be used for the exaltation of Christ and saving the souls. We go to Atlantic City, North Philly, West Philly, South Philly, Germantown, Mount Airy, Northeast to pick up people every second Sunday. The buses pick them up, we bring them here, get them saved. What a ministry. We feed them. We give them literature to read. Is that the work of the church? Yes! That's the work of the church. If anybody else wants to be saved, drawn to Jesus. I don't think, ain't nobody asked you. Shut up. We, we, we don't want to hear that. And the ones that got the most mouths don't tie it anyway. I'm just giving you a reality. We are about the work of the Lord. That's why God keeps blessing us. Listen, I'm closing. I'm closing. We got a complex where you get parking. All the buses are paid off. That whole CDC is paid off. Of his name. Can I get a witness? He's worthy to be blessed the Lord. Bless the Lord. All right. Praise him. Today is historically Palm Sunday. And we have palms for you. They're not good luck charms for your mantelpiece. It's the day that Jesus rode through Jerusalem on a donkey. And the crowd who was fickled said, Hosanna, which means praise the Lord. A couple of days later, they said, crucify him. Amen. We pray that you, let's give the Lord a hand clap. Thank God. Thank God. Everyone in discipleship, eating and whatnot, come down front. And the uh, facilitators will, uh, Father, bless the food we're about to receive for nourishment of our bodies. Bless these, thy people. 
bless our congregation, bless every family. On the sound of my voice, bless those that have graduated, bless their families with comfort and strength. And oh God, thank you for what you're doing in our midst. Thank you for the privilege of promoting you. And break our hearts for your cause. In Jesus' precious name, amen. As you go out the door, listen, you'll get a palm. Uh, again, Brother Russell's tomorrow. Uh, hold, 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 don't start walking, don't start walking.